I don't think there's any doubt that uh, one of the best players in Portugal and the best player outside of Portugal's big three is Ricardo Horta, 27 years of age, uh, currently the second top scorer in the league. Um, and for me, just just one of my favorite players. I mean, Ricardo came very close to a move to Atlanta United, uh, but ended up jo- ended up rejecting a move to MLS to stay at Braga. And uh, for me, it's just, it, it's very hard to believe that he has only had one appearance for the Portuguese national team that came in September 2014. So it's been nearly eight years since he last played for them. And, um, and yeah, overall, I, I definitely think that this is, he's, he's such a quality player who would just get so much more respect if he played in a bigger club. But talk to me a little bit about Ricardo Horta. What, what makes him so special? And do you think that he should be called up for Portugal? Ricardo, uh, Ricardo Horta. I believe that uh, now it's, it's kind of a of legend for, for, for the club, for the fans, uh, mostly with the fact that he rejected the offer of Atlanta, uh, Atlanta United last, last year, uh, showing so much, uh, so much love, you can say that, uh, to the club. Now, having, um, now being the, the captain of, of the club, I think in a few games, few weeks, the best scorer of the, of the history of the clubs uh, will be a, an achievement um, extraordinary for, for us. Uh, this year is special for, for, for him, I think, because, uh, because the team collectively is not at his best. And uh, despite that, is at, uh, at a very good level. Uh, if we take the two, three seasons ago uh, with the second, second season of Abel Ferreira in 2018-2019, collectively, we are not... Uh, we are not uh, as good as we we wanted to, and uh, and he didn't uh, he didn't uh, realize the, the best end of his career, and now we have quite the same same pattern. Uh, club uh, in transition with uh, difficulties um, with difficulties collectively, but now this season is uh, obviously and uh, the best player of the team, uh, carrying the team. Um, uh, with goals, with assists, with key passes, with uh, with his play, he's still uh, at a good go- at a, at a very good level, and uh, I think it's the difference between the, the the last season because the last two seasons the team were uh, was was very good collectively, uh, very competitive, and uh, and yes, it was at at, um, at, a, at a very good level. This year is different and is is still at a, at a, at a very good level. So um, so so it's what I think about Ricardo Horta and about the, the Portuguese um, the Portuguese national team. I think uh, obviously we have now in 2022 very very good talents at at his position. We are not in 2014 when we it, it was much more complicated in terms of. Uh, of players for, for for the national team. So yes, now you have Rafael Leon, you have Diego Jota, you have this kind of of players who can play on the on the left wing and uh, and being and I understand that there are players that are the, the, the obvious structure of the of um, of the of the national team, mostly Rafael Leon, I think. And uh, but for me, he just deserves to be to have his chance. Uh, Elder, Elder Costa has this chance. Lucas Juan has, uh, has this chance. So um, just having his chance, just 
showing that uh, that uh, uh, he deserved to. He deserved to. Uh, yes, of course, it's uh, at uh, a very competitive position on the on the left wing. We can say so. Ronaldo is who can play still in the left wing in the national team. So, um, so I'm not saying that he he has the level or is. We, with the future of the national team, uh, he's already 27, 27 years old, 28 this year. But I just think that it would be a, um, he, for me. He has he, he has the level to, to being the, in the group, in the 23, 24, 25 names uh, that uh, Fernando Santos called uh, uh, and will call tomorrow. But uh, but um, but uh, but that's it. I think he deserves chances, and uh, having this uh, this one, two, three uh, games with the with the A team, showing that he can also being uh, um, a great asset because we have few players with uh, with his, his qualities. Uh, saying also that now uh, the, the A team, the national team in Portugal is uh, is in. Uh, complicated situation too so i'm not sure that uh, i i want uh, i want him in this kind of mess for 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 march and for the for the world cup qualification um next this month in march so so complicated situation for me but uh, to summarize uh, yes i think he deserved just to be called once once and uh, to show that uh, he has also a lot of qualities and and yes for me is is a national a national team player uh, um, for, for Portugal. Yeah, absolutely. Ricardo Horta, fantastic player. Uh, for me, the second best player on this Braga side is Mutasim Al-Musrati, Libyan midfielder who joined on loan, who joined on a free transfer from Vitoria de Guimarães, uh, making the move across the Minho after, after spending the past few months uh, with Carlos Carvalhal at, at Huav. Uh, it does seem like after a slow start season, almost Rati is back at his best. I thought he was arguably the best player on the pitch against Gil Vicente despite the loss. Uh, talk to me a little bit about almost Rati. Uh, now our Libyan king. <laughs> very, very talented player. Uh, very uh, loved by the fans, by the, by, by, by the fan base uh, here at Braga. Uh, and yes, uh, I think it's obvious that as a midfielder uh, with uh, with his qualities, if the if if the team is not doing um, is not doing well, uh, it will impact the the level and performance of of Almusrati. Uh, during the last few games, I, I agree with you. Is is a as a is a, at a, at a better level uh, in terms of uh, his interesting qualities, uh, with almost mostly. Is is pass is pass quality and uh, the the activity the activity he can bring uh, defensively um, in the midfield and uh, yes uh, I think sometimes some people say that uh, he was uh, at uh, at a bad level or not at his normal level I was not so agree with that I think I thought that uh, despite some collective. Uh, uh, bad performances from the team. Uh, he was still at, uh, at at a good level, but it's true that uh, the last few games and mostly the last European games uh, against Sheriff and against uh, Monaco, and uh, yes, the last game against Gilles in the Championship, he was at uh, at uh, his 
saying his level of of last year uh, on the, the second half of last year of last season, and uh, and uh, when he's at his level, you have this kind of performance uh, like you see against Gilles Vicente, uh, great battle at the midfield against against Pedrinho, who is also one of uh, our favorite players uh, this this season and since a lot of seasons now, and uh, and obvious that one of the of the, the biggest asset of, of the team and of the club and uh, not sure that he will stay a, a further consecutive year in the in the in the first team but uh, we we enjoyed the, the football of almost right since he's joined join us in 2020. Carlos Carvalhal uh, was born in Braga came up through Braga's youth academy played uh, at Braga for several different spells and even coached there in 2006 uh, before going on to manage in Turkey, Portugal, uh, Greece, England, joining Braga again in, in 2020 after a very impressive spell at Huav. Uh, talk to me a little bit about Carvalhal. What, what have you made of him in his return as, as coach? What have you made of his tactical setup? And uh, do you see him staying next season i know his contract is set to expire in june but do you do you see him uh do you see him staying i don't know i hope so i hope so i still think that is the is the best coach that uh, that braga can have uh, despite uh, ricardo Suarez and Vicente is doing a, an unbelievable job um, with uh, with barcelona's side but I still think uh, is the, the best fit for for the for the club. I, I think without him, this season could be much much more complicated um, because uh, we, as I said earlier, we are at the end of an era with some players um, and with the departure of of a lot of players uh, in transition with this turning point um, with the with the academy this this season, and uh, it just came. Last last season, doing a great job, huh? winning a, a title, a, a Portuguese cup is not nothing to win a, a Portuguese cup. You have just three, three, three national, three national cups. So winning one of them is uh, is a, is a, is a very incredible fact, and um, and I think his legacy for the first season is obvious that this is the 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 the, 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 the titles, the great performances, the so kind of the the wins against Benfica at Estadio Luz, the wins at Porto at Porto against the win at Porto um, for the for the semi final the cup semi final at uh, Estadio Dragão. This kind of wins, the kind of the the, the the football played by by the team was was really really great last season, and uh, I think the legacy is this uh, for the first season and for the second one is maybe a great campaign in Europe uh, with. Uh, We'll see it tomorrow against against Monaco, and uh, and this 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 fact, and I think it's a, a yes, a, a very important fact to show to the fans, to the socios, to the club that we built an academy and it's for using it, and uh, and you can have trust with uh, these uh, these young players, and um, and I think it's a part and it's, uh, for for the second season, uh, it's a very important uh, um, point to. Um, to to highlight to highlight, and for third season, I hope that he will be the 
the, the beginning of a, of a new era for, for the club with obviously uh, more, more academy players. With Carlos Cabrera Zonot, uh, I don't know. I hope so. Uh, and for me, he's still the, the best coach that uh, now we can have. Tactically, you said it's uh, it's a it's a it's a coach that brings some some things in Portugal more more fluidity in the in the in, in our tactical thoughts with uh, with the game uh, with this for free for free for free formation with the ball uh, and a lot of uh, different formations without to to press to be to, to play in low block to have kind of more positional fluidity with uh, uh, in Portugal I think we. We are like in Portugal with sometimes with a tactical um, uh, teaching, uh, and uh, I think with uh, his Riave and his Braga, he, he brings a lot of good things to, to to the championship and to the league, and uh, and that's it. Uh, still one of my favorite coach, and I'm very proud to be to be the coach of of, of Braga. He's a, he's a former Braga player. Former, uh, um, uh, former player of the academy. Uh, he lived near the stadium, so so it's uh, it's uh, as as um, as a fan, as a socio, um, as a socio, I'm very proud to have uh, him uh, uh, as a, as a SC Braga coach, and I hope so that he will be uh, still the, the coach uh, next year, next year, next year, next season. Absolutely, uh, Braga currently. Fourth, currently fourth in the league, but just a point behind, Gil, a point above Gil Vicente. Uh, and that is absolutely massive. That fourth place is going to get guarantee entrance into the Europa League group stage next season. So uh, that is arguably the most exciting race in Portugal right now. We've got eight games left. Going to be a really interesting matchup between Braga and Gil Vicente. Braga taking on Gil Vicente um, on Sunday and losing one nothing via goal from Henrique Gomes, who scored within 28 seconds of coming on. What did you make of this match? Um, I think it was a great, great game, uh, great game for for the league, for the promotion of the of the Portuguese uh, championship. Uh, two teams uh, tactically were very well prepared. Uh, um, I think the, the the adaptation of Carvalho in the pressure to press to press with uh, this four four formation. Uh, it's uh, it, 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 it was showing respect to Gilicente to say that uh, you have a, a, a game model very rich and we have to adapt to you and to your, your way of playing. Uh, I think it was um, a very good um, a very good game. The, indi- the indi- individualities were, were also at a very good level. We, we talk about Almusrachi, Pedrinho, but we can talk about uh, also Samuel Lino, Kenya Fujimoto, um, uh, these players, uh, Rodrigo Gomes, uh, these players um, had also um, a very good game. Uh, two teams who wanted to win uh, with uh, no no pressure from the bench and uh, quite a good uh, a good stadium with also Julie City fans who, who were here. Um, I think that uh, it was a lucky victory uh, with this this last minute uh, goal with by, by Enrique Gomes. Uh, not, I, I think that the, the draw um, will be the best result. It's an obvious, um, difficult uh, difficult game to to lose because now Gilles is at one point from us. Uh, 
and as you say, I think uh, you, we have um, um, we have just eight games remaining. Uh, it will be a, a good competition and a, and a, a good uh, good competition good competition between two two good teams to see until the end of the season. Hoping that, of course, that Braga will stay at this fourth position and that we will not have a remake of the of the Passos de Ferra of Paulo Fonseca in 2013. Who, who, but at this time, it was for the third place. So more important than now, but it's still very important for the club to 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 go to the to the Europa League next season. Since uh, uh, with the Europa League campaign, will not uh, forget. Uh, um, um, uh, a non-qualification for the Europa League next season. That is obvious. That is obvious. And uh, some, uh, if we don't reach this uh, this Europa League spot, uh, some some heads will will turn down. It's it's obvious. It's uh, impossible at the club to 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 imagine a non-qualification, non-Europa League qualification next year. I think it's pretty obvious with uh, the club and the resources that we have. Uh, but um, saying that Gilles uh, City will be a tough opponent uh, since the beginning of the season is uh, an unbelievable team, not just a, a good team playing good football, a very tough team to play, very mentally very strong. And we saw that uh, against Braga last uh, during the last game of Sunday. So, so that's it. Very good. Uh, two, two good teams until the end of the season. Uh, I hope so. Absolutely. Yeah. Braga, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that fourth place spot. Of course, if they do end up winning Europa League, they will be playing in the Champions League <laughs> yes. for uh, the first time in quite a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I wanted to ask you because you know Franz Sergio was a key player for for them for for Braga before joining Bordeaux, um, and I, I know that you followed Ligon a bit as someone who's from France. But Franz Sergio going to Bordeaux that has opened up another spot in midfield that has been occupied by likes of Andre Orta, Andre Castro, uh, Lucas Minero, summer signing who spent the past season on loan uh, at Gil Vicente. Um, I, I'm curious. Who do you think is the best option for that for that second midfield spot alongside Amushat? Um, I think it depends. It depends of, of the game. It depends of the of the opponent. Uh, Andre Orta and Andre Castro are for me are the the, the two main possibilities um, with with Amushat. Lucas Miller, I think, is a little bit uh, uh, in terms of. of Performance uh, a little bit um, done from from them, and uh, it just came from from injury. So, so um, I think Andrata and uh, and Andre Castro have um, a step or two step forward uh, forward uh, uh, if we compare to to, to Lucas Minero. Uh, and I think after that it depends on of, of the game against Sheriff. It was obvious that we needed um, to 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 reach the, the two. Two goals, uh, um, two goals we, we took uh, during the first uh, the first leg, and uh, Andrata did a fantastic job to 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 be more present offensively and to carry the ball until the the, the final third or 
the final third and uh, during some games uh, i think under castro with uh, he's also a great player with the ball i think uh, sometimes with uh, his um, his appearance is um, with we 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 thought that is a um we think that is a just a defensive player no it's a very good a talented player with, with the ball but uh, it's obvious that his his main quality i think for braga is the the reaction when we lost when we lost the ball uh, it's uh, yeah the um, a, a quick recovery uh, and to change his mind between the, the moments of the game to, to recover the ball and to and be very important uh, in these kind of moments uh, and uh, and that for two different players depends of the depending of the game I think uh, uh, I think uh, Carlos Cavell have now to choose but under Rota uh, had a lot. Some some delay uh, uh, last year and this season is at I think at at better level to have a great a better competition with Andrew Castro, I, but as you said the, the untouchable one is is almost strategy of course him is uh, too important for for the for the Carlos Carreras game model of course. For sure, what do you think is the biggest uh, position that Braga need to reinforce this summer? Good question. Um, I didn't. Uh, depends if Ricardo Horta or Almosati left the club. Uh, will if one of them or the two of them uh, leave the club for um, for the next uh, summer transfer window? Uh, it will be uh, it will be hard to, to replace. But we, uh, I think for for these two players, we have not in the academy or players ready to 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 fill uh, their spots. Uh, but uh, not think, not taking these two players, I still think is the, the central defense. Uh, uh, I think, and uh, we always think that uh, a good season for Braga. The difference between a good season and a great season is the is the central uh, is, is the central uh, back. Uh, now we have Carmo is go quite coming coming back, and uh, and it's uh, an important. Um, uh, news for, for us, but it's not alone uh, in defense, and we still have uh, to. I think it's possible. I'm not saying that Paul Ivar is doing a, a bad season, but uh, I still think he's not the the central defender who, uh, with a um, little bit much pace, little bit more capabilities to play with an eye line and to 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 defend a lot of uh, space behind them. Uh, um, and David Cameron has the, the attributes to to do that. Uh, Paul Rivera also in the to to build to in the offensive moments. Uh, I, I think it's still not the, the best uh, the, the the best defender the best defender we have. Uh, so if I have to say one position, I think it to still uh, be the the central defense. Uh, uh, yeah, the central defense. Still think it's the the variable for Braga and I think for all the teams uh, between a, a great season, mostly in championship. In the championship, is the difference between a, a good season for Braga like we did last year, good, very good season, and an unbelievable season that we had, for example, in 2011 when we had uh, Moisés, uh, Alberto Rodriguez, uh, uh, these kind of defenders were 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 very. Um, at, at such at a such level that the, the team that the team played at at a level uh, at an incredible level.
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, moving on past past Braga, it's been it was a very interesting week for Portuguese clubs. Benfica drawing one one to Vizela, going down to ten men via seven minutes from Adel Tarabat. Interesting week, interesting past few weeks for Adel Tarabat. You know, uh, first the first match of of March, we saw him uh, cough up possession for Portimonense's opening goal, the childish back pass, and eventually uh, create the equalizer in a two one win. Uh, Tarabat getting sent off to seven uh, to getting sent off in the seventh minute, I think, for slapping uh, Andres Sarmiento, I believe, in the face. And after after taking a heavy touch, kind of a bizarre one. Uh, and the of course the 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 third match of the month we saw Tarabat um, Tarapt. I always pronounce his name wrong. Um, Tarapt getting subbed off at halftime for Sualiho Mete. Well, I thought it was one of Benfica's better players yesterday in a one nothing win uh, against Ajax. Absolutely massive results. So really excited for Benfica. Really, really hope that um, Porto and Braga can both match Benfica's feats and 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 defeat uh, Lyon and Monaco. You know, I always I always want the Portuguese teams to do well, but. I think definitely it's it, it almost sums up Benfica's week, Benfica's season, you know, to go from drawing Vizela, a newly promoted side, to to beating Ajax. Um, I, talk to me a little bit about this Vizela side because I think that they, they just keep on putting in these phenomenal performances, really team performances. It's hard to pinpoint a single star from their team, but a lot of intriguing players such as Kiko Bondoso, Cassiano, uh, Bruno Wilson, Kofi Koao, Pedro Silva, who put in the performance of a lifetime between the sticks to keep it 1-1. Yeah, talk to me a little bit about this Vizela side. Who do you think are the, the players we need to be keeping an eye on? About um, Vizela, uh, it's, uh, it's an interesting team, an interesting club. Um, I saw them for the first time two years ago when they were still in the third division because it was very... They were at the same uh, uh, same group uh, with the, the B team of Braga, so it was the, the first time I, I saw in, uh, the Alvaro Pacheco uh, uh, team and football, and uh, and it's the same same intentions, better players than two years ago, of course, but uh, uh, the the same offensive and uh, and uh, smart uh, smart team, mentally very strong and uh, very um, very very. Very smart side. Uh, this year, we are still seeing some players who are playing at this time. Kiko uh, Bonduzo, as you say, uh, if I remember well, Samuel. So it's one of my, my favorite players of the league. Uh, uh, played uh, at Vizela in in the third third tier. Uh, you have also players like Kofiko. I think was still playing uh, in 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 this in this. Uh, Two years ago with Vizela, so um, I'm I was I'm not surprised. Uh, I think this year is they um, Vizela have some good games uh, like the game against Befica last week, uh, the the the, 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 the game against us Braga in in the national cup when with uh, the, the one nil one nil victory against us. Uh, some uh, interesting games, some inter- interesting um, uh, performances. Still playing the 
the, their survival in in the league. It's, of course, it's a, it's a, a small club with less resources than uh, than Estoril, for example, with was honestly more prepared to play regularly in in the first uh, in the first division, but the club is making good good transfer windows since they are in the professional leagues in the second division last year in the first division this one, and uh, a good um, a good president and I forgot his name sorry, but uh, a very good president and uh, obviously Alvaro Pacheco. Uh, it's, uh, he, we we heard about his good job. Uh, Three, four years ago, I think it was at uh, Adefaf, uh, a club just uh, uh, near um, near Vizela and near Guimaraes, and uh, he joined Vizela and he did what uh, few people uh, uh, did in this career to 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 be to being promoted in the second division and the next year being also promoted now in the first division. So this club, this coach, and all these players have all all my respect. And uh, and I think the, the game against Befica was this kind of game, uh, smart game, uh, uh, mentally very strong, and uh, with some good players, as you mentioned, uh, like Pedro Silva, who, who did a fabulous, a fabulous game against Befica last uh, last Friday. Absolutely, um, a lot of interesting, uh, interesting matches this this past weekend. And uh, overall, two things that really marked it, the low-scoring nature as well as the super subs. We saw a lot of super subs in these past few games. Um, we saw uh, Henrique Araujo, Enrique Araujo, the youth uh, striker from Benfica's academy, coming on in the 74th minute, scoring the equalizer within seconds um, against Vizela. Uh, Nicolas Chandier coming on within seven minutes scoring the sole goal of their one nothing victory against Marichimo. Uh, Henrique Gomes uh, obviously scoring that goal against Braga. And um, in, in Porto, actually, we saw a string of substitutes. So interesting game between Porto and Tondela. Actually, the only game that was over two goals, um, we saw a, a controversial penalty awarded to Porto right before halftime. Mediterranean com- converting from the spot. Tondela going down to 10 men uh, in the 67th minute, and then three goals from three substitutes, uh, Wenderson Galeno, Fabio Vieira, and Francisco Conceição to give them a 4-0 win. And I'm curious, what, what do you make of Galeno? I, I know that he's had somewhat of a difficult start uh, to, in his return to, to Porto, but uh, do you think that he could potentially be the Luis Diaz replacement for them? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's different players, uh, as not not a different player, but but uh, um, I think uh, is, is an amazing player, and Galeno is just uh, a good, and sometimes he can be a very good player, but uh, not to reach uh, uh, the level as as Luizias. There at, at the same age, one was playing uh, at uh, well, he's playing at Liverpool now, and one just played at Braga a few months, few months ago. So it's uh, difficult to to compare them. Uh, I think Luizia is a more complete winger. Uh, of course, he can do um, in terms of 
of goal of assists uh, to 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 play the one v one situations to 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 be a, a normal winger is a, a classic winger is uh, better than Galeno, but uh, he can also uh, uh, if I mean he's better to take in the depth, he's better in the in the central uh, areas uh, to combine. Uh, Galeno is for me uh, a winger who can he he, he does he did that uh, at Braga during one and a half year playing as a wing back uh, a full back uh, left full back is uh, is a, is a Kind of uh, natural and classic uh, winger, uh, and uh, and Wizias is is an obvious uh, player, um, an obvious better player and more complete. And for the cover and for the uh, the Sergio Conceição game model, I still think that uh, Samuel Lino from Gil Vicente was was a better fit. Not saying that Samuel Lino will reach one day the the level of uh, of Wizias, but in terms of uh, of a similar player, uh, I think, and I still think that Samuel Lino for Sergio Conceição um, could be a, a better fit for for his team uh, now. But not saying Galeno is a, is a bad player. He's not. Um, he did a, a quite a good job at Praga, but uh, and having him and Pepe uh, for on, on the on the Porto left side is uh, quite good, uh, but not not enough. Not Good enough to to replace uh, to replace Galeno in my in, uh, to replace Luizias in my opinion, and uh, still thinking that Samirino uh, uh, will be a better player that uh, that these two these two ones and uh, could be a, a better fit um, for for Porto to replace uh, uh, to replace uh, quickly uh, Luizias in terms of uh, of similar player. For sure, interesting. Obviously, an interesting match day 26. Benfica drawing to Vizela. Uh, Estoril beating Portimonense 2 0. Uh, Famalicão drawing to Santa Clara. Passos de Feira defeating Aruca. Belenense side drawing against Boavista. Vitoria beating uh, Maritimo. Porto as well. Uh, Porto and Sporting picking up wins against relegation battlers Tondela and Modernense. And Gil Vicente getting a big win against Braga. Really interesting uh, stuff. But without any further ado, I'm going to go to the talent of the week section. My talent of the week, I'm going to go with Jordi Mbula. Uh, 23 years uh, of age, a player who um, who came up the Barcelona's La Masia Academy, was highly regarded as, as one of their, was one of their better attacking prospects, uh, but ended up joining Monaco in 2018 uh, had some spells at Circle Bruges, the, uh, the 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 partner club of Monaco, Huesca, eventually joining Mallorca in 2020, and then joining Estoril on loan in January, um, which I think was perhaps the biggest reason for that was to replace uh, Chiquinho, who had just joined Wolves um, previously. So Mbula joining on deadline day and having a phenomenal performance against uh, Portimonech, um, two sides who have been in the top half for, for quite some time, despite not doing, despite not doing amazingly, uh, in terms of results, they, they've managed to, uh, they, they will definitely, uh, manage to stay up comfortably. Um, but Mbula, it seems like he's becoming a very important player for them after joining on loan, linking up alongside the likes of 
uh, Francisco Geralds going forward and uh, doing quite well, uh, provided the assist for Geralds goal as well as scoring. Um, and you know, it's a player who, who, who after after struggling to deliver uh, on the hype that we saw in the likes of Barcelona and Monaco, after joining a, a smaller club in in Estoril, has 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 done quite well. You know, a, a player who is is capable of of creating danger from a standing start, who who is you know capable of I think. Um, of of fulfilling Bruno Pinheiro's tactical setup, and a player who is a lot more sh- uh, physically imposing than I actually remember. You, I'm sure you followed Mbula a little bit at Monaco, but what what do you make of him? Uh, we can say we can say that at Monaco it was a it was a success. Uh, uh, you talk about the, his his loan to sack the sack the Bruges. Uh, the, the second team, if you can say that, of of Monaco, and uh, even in Belgium, it was um, it was not going going well. Uh, and after that, uh, it was also a, a Mallorca move, uh, and he's still is uh, on loan from 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 Mallorca. Um, Pedro Alves, the sporting director of of. Uh, of historical said a few weeks ago that is with is very good relationships with the, the sporting director of of Mallorca that uh, that he can reach an agreement during the last few hours of the of the transfer window to 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 take to take Embola. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, at La Masia and uh, after joining Michael, he was supposed to be a. Uh, a very potential and talented player. Uh, I think he still, he still, he still has some 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 quality, great qualities. And uh, I, as you say, I think it's a it's a good fit, uh, a good uh, last minute field fit to to replace uh, Chiquinho. Still thinking that Chiquinho is is a is a, is a better player right now, and uh, and he, he will have a, a great future. Um, I hope uh, in England, and uh, I think it was a quite a, a great move from uh, from from Historial to for for the end of the season to bring a, a similar player like like Chiquinho and bringing Embola, uh, and uh, as you say, very good, very good game uh, uh, during the last uh, during the last weekend and. Uh, Hoping that uh, he will, uh, um, he, he will uh, make a kind of similar performance uh, until the, the rest of the season. Absolutely. Do you have a talent of the week? Uh, I have one. Uh, I have one. We talk about um, almost right during this uh, Gil Vicente Braga game. I want to talk also about Pedrinho. Uh, kind of player that, uh, and finally he. He, he have the, the mediatization and the, the, media, the mediatization he deserved. Um, uh, he was uh, at Passos de Ferreira, a very good player. Also, uh, his move uh, in uh, Letonia at Riga FC was more than surprising for uh, such a player in our league. Uh, I think he. We were in a country, or we we are just looking a little bit more about the talents we have, uh, um, and not because at Pasosfera he was already 23, 24, and not um, as young as as the, the modern football uh, needs sometimes. But uh, at Pasos he was uh, already a good player, and 
this uh, this year agile Vicente showing us that uh, that is uh, more than maybe not the best player of the team because i mean agile Vicente is uh, samueleno the best player of, of the team but maybe is the most important uh, in the midfield to uh, to to control to to know when we can accelerate uh, when we have to when we have to 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 to, to keep the ball uh, and uh, very good uh, to build, very good under pressure, very good also to in the in the final field with a lot of uh, lot of assists. I think ten or eleven since since the last numbers I remember. So 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 yes, if I have to pick one 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 talent from from last weekend is uh, is Pedrino between a lot of great performances as, as you say. Uh, Mbula, Almostrachi, uh, and, and so on. Absolutely. Without any further ado, thank you so much, Mateo. It was a real pleasure to have you on. Uh, anything else you want to say? Uh, no, uh, thank you for, for the invitation, Zach. It was, a, it was a, a pleasure, always a pleasure to, to talk about Braga, about Portuguese football. And, uh, and uh, again, thank you for, for the invitation. And I hope that uh, it will be a, a good podcast for, for, for your audience. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Mateo.